I got to play with the rice cube. <laughs> Isn't it fun? It's so much fun. Sun got some really good pictures of um, what I did was I made a little cube of rice with the sushi rice and then laid a piece of uni over the top, sprinkled uh-huh. it with a little bit of paprika, and put just a tiny little sliver of green onion on top. Ooh. <gasps> so <that's>, good. <laughs> that sounds so good. And this is the Miso Hungry Podcast. Eat the Dakimas! Just Miso Hungry! Today, as always, we are serving up everything you never knew you wanted to know about Japanese food. So, Rachel, how are you doing today? I'm good. I had my daily onigiri. I know you're shocked. <laughs> I never would have guessed. I know, I know. It's, it's a surprising thing when I eat onigiri, but I did. And what was in this onigiri? This was kind of a plain one.、Mm-hmm. It was just a little bit of furikake and nori. Sounds good to me. Keeping it simple. Simple can be fantastic. It can be. So, before we jump into things, I just wanted to remind everyone that even though you wait for us to put this up, hopefully, you're waiting for us to put this up <laughs> weekly so you can listen to us, you can also check us out anytime. You don't have to wait by going to our website, which is misofy.com. That's M I S O F Y.com. Gets me so hungry. Today, we are going to go back to university, but specifically to Uni-versity. We've got to talk about some of the suggestions and things people have said about Uni. But yes,、uh, we do. before we do that, we should probably tell people what the heck we're talking about because I know some people know, but there are probably a lot of people who are saying, Uni? Uni? Uni what? Uni, so, what are we talking about? <laughs> something delicious. Awesome! <laughs> Well, uni is sea urchin. It is the reproductive organs of the sea urchin. And Which is why they often call it row, because if you go around saying reproductive organs, people kind of <laughs> run、Ew. the other way. <laughs> and I believe it's both the female and the male are what we eat, because you can't really tell them apart very easily. Correct. So, on the outside, sea urchin is this really kind of scary, imposing looking thing, you know, this dark ball with spikes. And who in their right mind would want to eat that? I know, right? I want to know、well, who the first person was who thought it was a good idea to try to eat that. Who knows? <laughs> and I don't know if there's really any way of finding that out because. Probably not. From what I've read, at least Japan has a super crazy long history with uni. So,、mm-hmm. yeah. If we build a time machine, So, we need a miso hungry time machine. Yes. So that we can breach the barrier of the time continuum and travel back however many thousands of years to discover the first uni eater. That would be awesome. We could bring them like real history of all the foods we talk about. Wouldn't that just be the coolest thing? Okay, <laughs> so we need to find someone brilliant to build us. I'll go、machine. talk to my physics friends. Awesome. I'm sure I have somebody who could do that. And if they could possibly put our taco on the side so that our, you know, our <laughs> octopus mascot is on our time machine, that would be preferable. It's a taco time machine. Yeah. Taco time machine. <laughs> so, okay, so it's this crazy, spiny looking thing on the outside, but、mm-hmm. you cut the shell open. On, in the inside, you've got all this stuff, and it's 
anywhere from like pale yellow to orange and it's this gooey stuff yeah kind of looks like tongues yes it totally does little tongues little yellowish orangish tongues yeah and each sea urchin has five of them they kind of they call them like sacks or lobes so you've got these five little tongues so in japanese uni means sea chestnut which is kind of appropriate i think because if Mm -hmm. you think about chestnuts you get through that hard outer shell that's such a pain in the neck to open Mm -hmm. and the inside is kind of well at least the good japanese chestnuts are this really gorgeous golden yellow color and it's so good on the inside after you get through the pain of the outside so uni is kind of the perfect name how would you describe the flavor it's very creamy Mm. (laughs) very buttery a little salty but not not nearly so salty as ikura or you know other types of fish roe. It's just and when delicious. it's fresh, don't you think it's a tiny bit sweet too? Yes, yes, it is, and it it almost has this mouth feel of just melting in your mouth. Yeah, it's so creamy. Mm-hmm. When it's good, it's so good, and when it's yeah. bad, it's so bad. <laughs> I don't you- know. I don't think I've ever had bad uni. Thank goodness. You can really tell with uni that mm-hmm. it's fresh because the quality of it, the texture, the flavor, everything changes quite rapidly the older it gets. I mean, 24 hours makes a huge difference with mm-hmm. uni. So speaking of, uni is actually graded and it's graded according to how fresh it is, its color and its texture. So you want grade A. That's the goal, right? So, mm-hmm. And that for that, it's a really nice, vibrant yellow or gold color and the flesh is firm and then you've got grades b and c and going into grade b the color isn't as bright the flesh may be less firm and then grade c there's usually something wrong with it there's it's been damaged somehow or Mm -hmm. whatever okay my mouth is watering talking about this (laughs) i love uni i did not love uni at first i had had it a few times and just didn't really like it And then when we had it at Greg's, um, when Martin brought some, that was the first time that I really realized that this stuff is amazing. I forget. At Greg's, did I make the Temari Zushi with uni? Yes. Oh, so good. So ever since then, that was, what, like a year ago. Ever since then, I've absolutely loved it. You know, and I think that's key, too. It's just having it the right way Mm -hmm. and good quality. Mm Mm-hmm it can really make or break your uni experience. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not really sure what it was about the uni that I didn't like. Because, I mean, this was a while ago that I had first had it. I just remember always having this impression that, ew, uni, I don't like it. Give that to Sun because I don't like it. Now I know what I was missing out on. Yay! You saw the light. <laughs> yes, I did. You've been converted to the uni gospel. <laughs> couple of things that I think are kind of awesome about uni. First is that it's actually kind of good for you. It's low in calories. It's a good source of all kinds of awesomeness like omega-3 fatty acids, protein, minerals, vitamins, polyunsaturated fatty acids. So, you know, you should eat it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> and the other thing, since we're kind of creeping up here on Valentine's Day, is that it has been considered as an aphrodisiac in Japan for thousands of years. In a scientific study, well, with, I think within the past 10 years, they found that it contains this thing called, and I'm going to butcher this, anandamide, which is a 
this is going to be even worse, cannabinoid neurotransmitter. So what that all says is that it's possible that uni, these properties in uni activate the dopamine system in the brain. So it's like a... So there's a good reason why uni makes me happy. Yeah, it <laughs> literally makes me happy. <laughs> So those smart Japanese, they've known for thousands of years what scientists have just now figured out. I was kind of surprised to read that you need 20 fresh sea urchins to get a cup of uni. Yeah, it's kind of a hard one thing. I mean, mm -hmm. and those are not easy things to open either. Yeah. I mean, I've never opened one, but I think Sushi Pro posted either photos or a video of opening one. Ooh, we need to find that and share. Yes. I think I think it was photos, but I could be wrong. Um, but he posted about it maybe like a month or two ago. And I was like, wow, that looks really difficult. But at the same time, I kind of want to do it. So we're going to have to do that sometime too. I would love that. I was remembering watching this documentary when we lived in Japan one of the times about these women. There are these famous women and a bunch of them are really old that dive. They free dive in Japan for now I think it's pearls and stuff but originally it was for other things and uni was one of them I found this really cool article about it on a scuba diving website so we'll have to link to that these women are called ama and I guess that means sea woman they're free divers and this is how they make their living they dive down up to 25 meters without oxygen or a mask or anything they train their bodies with these special breathing techniques and strength, you know, because they're fighting, they don't have weights or anything, they're fighting their way down to the bottom of the ocean and holding their breath, like all this crazy stuff. I don't know how they do it. And they, they collect everything from shellfish to uni to abalone, which I guess is the prize thing because it's such an expensive commodity. But they say that the history of the Ama goes back at least 2,000 years. Wow. And that the population of Ama is aging and that a lot of them are now in their 50s and 60s and they continue to dive into their 70s. That's intense. I know. So I know I've seen video and we'll find, I'm sure we'll be able to find one and, and share, but there's some awesome videos of the women going down and they, they attach these, if I'm remembering, they attach these like mesh bags to their belts and they fill them with whatever like the uni and then drag them back out and it's I remember seeing this video of, you know this woman getting out of the ocean with this bag this just all these spikes sticking out of it kind of awesome and she was like 60 that would be really cool if we could find a way to meet some of these women I would love to go I mean it'd be a great area of Japan to visit mm -hmm. one one I've always wanted to go to so the majority of these divers are women there are a few men but they're mostly women mm -hmm. and I just saw something that says that the Japanese believe that the majority of them are women because of how their bodies differ from men's bodies, because the fat on a female body is distributed differently, which ensures that they can stay warmer in colder water. Now, I, I really want someone to do some scientific exploration on that for us, because I'm really curious. <laughs> Not only do we need someone to build us a time machine, but now I want them to do this study on fat distribution, please. I'm sure you could find a study on how fat is dis distributed. There's obviously a difference between men and women. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I wonder if anyone has actually... I'm sure they have, but I don't know. We'll have to look. Yeah, that would be an interesting thing to bring to the, to the conversation. So most of the time... Well, most of the time that I've seen it, 
uni is eaten raw, fresh. But there are also a lot of other applications out there. So when you eat it raw, it should be fresh because otherwise it loses quality so rapidly that... Otherwise it's gross. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't seen this a ton here in the States, but in Japan you can buy it frozen. And then they they bake it first and then freeze it. Um, It can be steamed, salted, and then they make it like into two different kinds of paste, one that's real smooth and one that's lumpy. In Japan, how do they eat uni? Like, what do they use it for? Aside from, as we all know, sushi. Well, three of the ways I've seen it the most are making it like into a a mousse or using it to make a sauce similar to almost like a, I want to say like a hollandaise sauce. I mean, it's just got that creaminess that comes from the uni. Makes really, really nice sauce. That would be Um, so good with poached eggs. Oh yeah, or but or even <laughs> something with less flavor than an egg, mm-hmm. because you but really yeah, want the uni to shine. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna go to all the trouble of mm-hmm. getting good uni and then making it into a sauce. Plus, yeah. uni is expensive. Yeah, it is. I paid what ten dollars for two ounces. Yeah, and when you think about the process, mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of um, saffron. Totally. How you have to get like a ton of you know flowers for the saffron just to get like an ounce of it. Yeah, I mean it's hard work for the prize. I mean even mm-hmm. once you get this one uni, it's only got five tongues. <laughs> Can't resist. <laughs> little lobes. Little lobes. Five little lobes in it. Even there, like you have to open it, and they're really delicate. So getting them out, so it's it's a major process. Another thing, the Japanese are, I don't know if they're famous for it, but I don't know. When I think of Italian food in Japan, there are so many interesting things that they've done with Italian food. And Mm -hmm. one of them is that they love using uni in pasta. And I've seen it two ways where it's more like a straight pasta with a light cream or butter sauce type thing with uni on top. Or the uni is also used in making the sauce that's something i'm planning on making when i actually have some pasta because apparently i have no pasta in my cabinet right now in my kitchen Um, that's key yeah would help a little when i do make it i will have some take some pictures and i'll link to the recipe that i use good stuff. I think you'll like that one. I mean, it just sounds amazing. It's also really good like on a a rice bowl. Just, you know, a a little bowl of rice, top it with the fresh raw uni, and then maybe a little bit of soy sauce. I like to add a tiny bit of grated daikon. You could do a pinch, just a little dab of wasabi. Keep it really simple. I mean, anything you use, just use it really sparingly. Yeah. But it's really good that way. But my personal favorite way is as sashimi. Uh-huh. So just by itself, you know, no rice. And I like to roll it up in a shiso leaf. And shiso leaves, for anybody who doesn't know, it's kind of like a cross between basil and mint. Not as strong, maybe, as mint. It's delicious. And it's really pretty. It's kind of this spiky leaf. I'll have a picture in the show notes. But So I roll it up in that with like a couple drops of, of soy sauce. And maybe a drop of um, of fresh lemon juice. And it's the best treat ever. That sounds delicious. You did something with uni earlier today, didn't you? I did. We got these awesome little things called rice cubes, which we're going to have a giveaway a few weeks from now. Yes. So stay tuned because we're having a giveaway coming up. I used my rice cube and I made a little cube, like what would you say, about one inch square cube of of sushi rice. And then I topped it with a lobe of uni, a little sprinkle of paprika, and just a small little sliver of green onion. Oh, 
It was so good. That sounds so good. You got a picture, right? Oh, yes. Yes. There will definitely be pictures. Oh. (laughs) So just to pique people's interest, the rice cube is like almost like a mini onigiri mold, but it's super easy to use. It's pretty much the coolest thing ever. (laughs) Yeah. Allison (laughs) and I are a bit obsessed with this new toy. And actually... (laughs) So is my daughter, my oldest daughter, Squirrel. When we pulled it out of the box, you know, mm-hmm. I washed it off, got it all ready. I pulled out the rice and I said, this is to make little square onigiri. And with no help from me, basically, she figured the darn thing out and had a little cube of rice made like in two seconds flat. It was kind of hilarious. That's awesome. So anybody can do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really easy, super easy to use. But I love the idea of topping it with uni because you've got, that's a really good uni to rice ratio. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. So it's like it you've so got good. this little square, so it mm-hmm. makes it easy to get it into your mouth. But mm-hmm. still, the rice isn't overwhelming the uni. If you're not experienced making nigiri, it's a really cool way to do it because you don't have to worry about getting rice all over your hands. You don't have to worry about getting the ball the right shape or the right size to go with your fish. You just make this little cube, put your fish or your uni on top of it, and voila. And then stuff it in your mouth. And then eat. (laughs) And it's nice for people with small mouths like me who usually cannot eat an entire nigiri in one bite. Good point. (laughs) Yes, it's more manageable. (laughs) So true. (laughs) I know that we love uni, but we did a little bit of field research. research. Yeah, (laughs) market research. And we went out and asked our Twitter friends and Facebook friends and kind of got the scoop on what, what they think about uni, whether they've even tasted it and if they have, if they liked it. What did we discover? Well, we got a lot of really good responses which I was really excited about. There were a few people who loved it. Amanda loved it. I mean, she loves it just like we do. Well, which, actually, there were which two Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> yeah. I just realized that. Amanda Enriquez. Enrique? I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. But yeah, she loved it. But then Amanda's Kitchen hates it. And I can completely relate because that's how I felt when I first tried uni. Yeah, I love what she said. <laughs> yes. Hated it. Raw orange goop. Blech. <laughs> that was such a great response. So thank you both Amandas. And then we got Brian who has not tried it but wants to and also who loved our Super Bowl podcast. We love our followers. You guys are fantastic. Thank you for your retweets and your mentions and all of that. Marie at Meandering Eats said that we need to go have some uni in San Diego. Road trip. I'm actually going to be seeing her. I'm going to San Diego mm-hmm. middle of next month. I'm doing a market tour for San Diegoites down there. So yeah, we're doing a Japanese market tour of the, the Mitsuwa down there. So it'll be fun. And I would totally go, except I don't want to take up somebody's spot since I kind of already know about Japanese food. <laughs> you do? I do, sort of. Kind no of. way. Yeah. I'm shocked. Going back to um, changing your mind about uni, you know, when you have an initial dislike for it. For all the years that I've been married to Mr. Fuji, which this coming March will be 10 years, he has not liked uni, where I don't remember ever not liking it. And I always kind of give him a hard time. So I thought it would be funny or fun or interesting or something to do a little interview with him and talk to him about his dislike for uni. But imagine my surprise when the interview didn't go quite as planned. So I'm here with Mr. Fuji and we're going to talk uni. So tell us your thoughts about uni. 
Well, I, uh, I, I like uni. I think it's great. Since um, <laughs> when? <laughs> <laughs> well, since uh, I like fresh uni. I'm not a huge fan of uh, uni that's that's not very fresh. But yeah, since uh, especially since I had that uni in uh, Japan uh, last summer. Okay, because my memory was that you didn't like it. So was it that experience this past summer that kind of changed your mind? Yeah, normally I don't. I you know didn't prefer it. I mean. Just because of the consistency, really. But uh, this this uni was uh, really fresh. It was uh, the uni was still alive. They just kind of cut it in half, and the, the the spines were still moving. And we just took a spoon and uh, ate the ate the uni fresh, and it was uh, it was wonderful. The best uni I've ever had. Well, there you go. So it changed your mind. Yeah. Where were you when you had this? I was in Tokyo, like right near uh, Tsukiji, the the fish market out there. Mm. Yeah, it was it was good. It was. Uh, creamy and kind of it was sweet and you know just kind of buttery at the same time it was it was really really good good stuff so did you just eat it plain or did they give you any sauces to put on it or no sauces there was uh something i'm not exactly sure what they kind of added to it but there was something else in there well thank you so much for being a uh, a guest on me so hungry you're welcome so last week we mentioned the awesome, let's slip that word in there, free app put out by the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch that makes it so you can always know what is or isn't sustainable in the world of seafood. But we've done our homework and we've checked up on uni for you. So let's talk a little bit about uni sustainability. So Canada actually has the healthiest and the most abundant sea urchin populations. And the cool thing about how uni are harvested or fished for is that you actually have divers going down and handpicking them off the floor of the sea. Except are they on the floor of the sea? Where are they? On yeah, rocks? they're on, on, on the ocean On the ocean floor? floor? On some sort of surface. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not floating around. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Little uni <laughs> with wings. <laughs> That's really good for the environment and for the ocean because other species of, of sea life are not impacted by these fishing methods, unlike some things that just drag a net across the floor and catch anything that's in its way. When they dive for sea urchins, the only thing they come back with are the things that they mean to catch, which is they are, fantastic. Yeah, they are literally handpicked. Yes, yes. Isn't that so cool? It is cool. And then there are also a lot that come from California. Seafood Watch rates California as a good alternative, whereas mm -hmm. Canada is the best choice. And that's because California, even though we do have an abundant population of sea urchins off our coast, in the past, they've been overfished. And mm -hmm. so the population has had some strain. So still, if you can, go with Canada. And then they say that if it's from Maine, to avoid it. And that's probably because they've been greatly overfished there. There isn't much of a population over there. Right. So we want to avoid that and let them regrow. So Canada, good. Maine, <laughs> bad. <laughs> California, eh, just okay. Yeah. Happy uni comes from Canada. <laughs> okay, so we're starting something new. Something that we are going to call Taco Tidbits. We're going to post it every Thursday on misofi.com. It'll just be a little roundup of fun, interesting things about Japan and Japanese food that we think you guys should know about. Each week as we're preparing for each new episode, we're coming across so many fun things that there just isn't enough time in the day or the year or a lifetime to share it all with you in this podcast. So Taco Tidbits 
is a way for us to incorporate some of those awesome, wonderful, fabulous things that we find during the week into our space to share with you. So check out our taco tidbits. The first post is already up. We posted it last Thursday. So take a look. Thank you all for joining us in our little session at University. Hopefully you all have received your diplomas. And I know you're going to miss us. <laughs> Until next week. But you don't have to miss us too much because we are on Twitter at MisoTalk. We are on Facebook. We have a fan page. You can email us at MisoHungryPodcast at gmail.com. And you can come hang out on our blog at MisoFi.com. And leave comments on our episodes, on our show notes, listen to old episodes, see our taco tidbits every Thursday, and come hang out with us. Yeah, talk to us. And please, if you're enjoying what we're doing, go onto iTunes and rate us and leave a review. I'm Allison Day. And I'm Rachel Hutchings. And you've been listening to the Me So Hungry podcast. The podcast that activates the dopamine system in the brain. Me so happy! <laughs> That's me so hungry. But um bum bum. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying not to crack up while you're saying that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I just have to let her finish and then I can start laughing. <laughs> Did you like it though? I love it. Uh, you should see on, on Facebook, I posted, you know, asking what people thought I should make with the uni that I got. Uh-huh. So I got a bunch of really good suggestions from um, my aunt. And then my dad commented and he said, I hear it goes really well with poetry. If you have uni plus verse... Well, there isn't much else needed. Oh, got an universe. Oh, <laughs> he is where I get my sense of humor. He posted like an hour ago, and I was just sitting there cracking up, could not stop laughing. That that's bad in, in a in a good way, <laughs> in a fantastic <Bad>. way. <laughs> so so bad. I love it. <laughs>